Welcome to Hooked on Bond, where three long-time fans discuss the James Bond films. Welcome to Hooked on Bond, Episode Zero. I'm Brian. I'm Edmund. And I'm Gary. We are starting a new podcast here talking about each of the James Bond films from Eon Productions. In order, we will be discussing one in each episode. And we are, as it says in our little introduction, all longtime Bond fans. So, Edmund, you want to say a little something about uh, your background watching the Bond films? Uh, certainly. I uh, actually uh, started out with Bond. Um, I uh, am probably the guy, the guy on the podcast who uh, is pretty much exclusively a, mov- a movie watcher. Um, I, uh, I think I've read one of the Bond novels, um, but uh, as a young, impressionable teenager, I went to see a film called uh, Live and Let Die, um and uh, the first of course of the Roger Moore Bond films um and uh at uh, the age of uh oh uh what was it when that came out uh, 9 or 10 or so and uh was uh, fascinated at this uh this super spy character um was uh, naturally watching all of the Roger Moore films as they came out and then uh, of course discovered that uh, there were this there was this other guy who uh, played him before and so uh worked my way back to the Connery and uh, the, uh, the the rather intriguing uh, differences between them um, and have had a wonderful time uh, following the character ever since. Okay, very cool. I was about the same age, a little bit later. I started at about age 9 or 10 with A View to a Kill. So I was starting at the end of the Roger Moore era and uh, it was shortly after that that... Uh, that the cable TV station started broadcasting them a lot, so I was able to pick up uh, all of the earlier films over the next uh, the next couple of years, but in pretty much random order. So it's nice now coming back to them and looking at them in the original order. Yeah, and uh, in my case, I started in the middle of the two of you. I started at, uh, I think I was around eight, and I went to see the first one I went to see was The Spy Who Loved Me, which I would say was the peak of the Roger Moore era. Not necessarily the start or the end of it, but the peak of it. And I think like like any eight-year-old at that movie who could not be completely taken in by everything that happened with ski chases, underwater cars plans to blow up the world beautiful women to save it was it was such a great movie that I, again i was like you guys completely addicted to the films afterwards and in our in, in that era they would often air at like midnight on like a local tv station and you'd have to record them and then watch them i remember i had birthday parties where i would show these movies to my friends for the first time because you know nobody unless you'd been taken by a parent nobody knew what these james bond movies were at the time if you were a kid and it was just a great experience and i've loved uh, them ever since that's right you had this thing where often you had to be um uh about 14 to go into uh, a bond film unless you were with a parent uh, at least that was the case uh, here in canada and they were in a way at their best when you were a little younger than that yeah, they've always, they've always been really good uh, for pretty much any age, but for sure, starting off as a young kid, I think uh, that that was helpful. I think being at the right age for the right the right sequence of movies. Uh, a younger kid, like an eight or a nine year old, would probably look at the films from this era and and not be as interested in them because they're they're pretty serious. 
Uh, they're pretty dark, but there was so much humor in the old, in the older ones. I think they definitely worked well for a younger audience. Yeah, and all of us starting young in the Roger Moore era is maybe not bad because there was quite a bit of humor in that era, and he, of course, was very good with it. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I uh, also found found it interesting uh, in my, in my case, uh, uh, sort of uh, in uh, I was uh, growing up uh, between uh, the U.S., Canada, and the UK um, and uh, for for me it was it, it was it was uh, very interesting to then discover the saint actually after seeing the Roger Moore um, Bond films um, and uh, sort of seeing how uh, that uh, more uh, laconic more sort of a uh, well wisecracking um, persona had uh, sort of carried over from the TV version um, and certainly then contrasting that with uh, with sort of the 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 uh, um, still uh, you know still tongue in you know somewhat tongue in cheek but uh, sort of harder edge that uh, Connery had brought to the role earlier yeah, and there were a lot of other other things as well, like Secret Agent, The Man from Uncle. I mean, once you started getting into the Bond world, you realized there were all these other spy stories, and you realized how influential the Bond films had actually been, because they basically led to so many so many things you were watching at that time that you didn't realize were all based on Bond in some way. Yes, absolutely. There were uh, there were all sorts of influences for sure. So we are going to be in our following episodes looking at one film in each episode and we will look at some of the background with the with the cast and crew and what led up to the production but we also will be reviewing it and giving our own perspectives on them and having some discussions about them, which I think should be pretty fun. And we'll, we'll cover all the topics. We'll be talking about the songs, the title credits, the various classic Bond tropes in each movie. We should, we should cover all the things anyone with an interest in Bond would like to hear about. Yeah, and uh, and and certainly give, uh, giving you a mix of uh, both what what's happening on screen and uh, and also uh, some of the behind the behind the scenes shenanigans, uh, which uh, certainly in terms of uh, the the rights and uh, what they were able to film and not able to film, uh, also got quite interesting uh, as the series went along. Absolutely, and there's actually a reason why we have such a good idea of what we're going to talk about in these discussions. Because I have to admit, we've actually recorded them already uh, for, what is it, uh, for 23 films, is it, Gary? Yeah, I think there's just one we haven't quite done yet, which we'll probably get to before we're, before they all air. Absolutely. So as things have turned out, it's taken a while to put things together, but we now have this stock of recordings of good discussions that we can uh, can finally distribute to you in the podcast. And I'm really looking forward to getting those out there and seeing what people have to say about them. And uh, one thing I should mention, um, as uh, anybody who has heard me over on the Critical Myth podcast uh, might be anticipating, um, yes, uh, as we are discussing the plots of these, um, we will pretty much talk about uh, just about all the things that have happened. So we do recommend you actually see the films before you listen to the episodes because you just might be spoiled. 
Yes, absolutely. And while you mention that, Edmund, why don't you tell us a little bit about your other podcast work? Um, well, uh, at the moment, um, I am heard uh, three times a week um, on the uh, Critical Myth podcast, uh, or usually three times a week. Uh, we uh, do sometimes step away occasionally, uh, but that's uh, discussing uh, the current uh, mostly television offerings uh, in uh, genre television, uh, primarily some science fiction and uh, certainly the the DCW, all the uh, DC shows over on the CW right now. Um, and uh, But uh, we do also cover uh, spy series. Uh, that was partially my influence. Uh, we do discuss The Americans, um, which is uh, certainly my, my probably my, my favorite uh, spy genre um, entertainment uh, currently, um, or that's currently being produced. Um, and uh, the uh, that podcast actually uh, came uh, came together from a, a bunch of us who were actually uh, contributing to the Babylon podcast about uh, Babylon 5 um, quite a few years ago now, um, but uh, they are all still available, and uh, if there's anybody listening who uh, has not heard that podcast and likes Babylon 5, I highly recommend going through those archives because you'll hear lots of stuff, uh, not just deep geeking about those episodes, uh, but also some wonderful interviews with uh, a lot of the cast and uh, most notably a lot of the behind the scenes people who you really never get to hear about in uh, the regular entertainment news. Ah, that brings back some memories. I haven't listened to those in quite some time. So I am also heard on British Invaders, the podcast all about British science fiction television, where we do two-part discussions, a couple of episodes covering a different topic, which is usually a TV series or miniseries or TV movie from British television, from science fiction or a related genre. We have covered over a hundred different shows now from the 1950s up until just uh, things that were produced and released just in the last couple of years. So all kinds of things there and a nice sort of structured discussion with Again, a mixture of behind-the-scenes type things and reviews and uh, discussions of what you see there for a lot of shows that you don't hear about very often. Yeah, and actually, I think that's uh, the 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 first time I ran across you on the on the interwebs, Brian, was uh, after I discovered the Babylon podcast. I realized, oh wait a minute, maybe there's podcasts about some of my other favorite shows, and uh, I think it was uh, your uh, UFO episode which uh, first introduced me to British invaders since uh, as a, actually come to think of it around the time I was watching that uh, that, fir that first uh, Roger Moore James Bond um, I was also uh, avidly watching UFO on uh, reruns uh, every week and UFO had more than a passing Bond influence on it didn't it Yes, indeed. <laughs> Something we will get to later. I'll just tease you with that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, the British shows are fun to do because they're certainly when we started, uh, which is nearly 10 years ago now, uh, there was very little being discussed, if anything, about most of these shows in podcast space. 
And now there's a little bit more, but there are still a whole lot of things that aren't being covered much. So we're continuing to uh, to do that on British Invaders and uh, have some fun things to talk about there for sure. Yeah, and certainly all that work you've done over there uh, since, yeah, since you've admitted where we we are doing this post facto. Uh, yeah, you 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 are definitely the one who knows all of the British actors and uh, where they might have turned up elsewhere. <laughs> Well, after you after you do uh, a couple hundred episodes of a, a show like that, you know a few of those. So I think that pretty well wraps things up for an introduction, and we are looking forward to uh, uh, the upcoming discussions, which we've already recorded and you haven't heard, and we will be back on the feed uh, very soon. We will return, you might say. Absolutely. So this is Brian. Take care, folks. And this is Edmund. See you next time. And this is Gary. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Hooked on Bond. Find out more at hookedonbond.com or on Facebook. Hooked on Bond is broadcast on Device of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com. <laughs>